mean, you're... I'll talk about it, but I don't want to. I'll only talk about it in the way I'm responding to it. I that did. Sense? I did start right, right. recording. Just That's fine. I'm, I'm not saying anything. Know. I see that red. I see the red light on that the guy. The red light is on. Yeah, red light. Right. A little Avet Bros. We're trying to name it, brothers. I know. Uh, they're coming at GMF here on the March 9th and 10th here in the downtown. Oh, that, man. Well, you didn't hit the post, but I think it's like a one-minute intro. For, ah, no, you would have had it. Yeah. You got to keep going in that, in that intro. <laughs> you know it. You're on public radio. Oh, that man. voice you're hearing. So we can bring you in as a voice because we've technically started. That's Ray Roa. Let him hear your real voice, not your uh, rock Rockabilly DJ this is, one. This is my normal voice. <laughs> that, my, there you go. Not my uh, 970. Hey, hey, 97.5 on your FM dial. We're tuning into the biggest balls of them all. DJ Suck. T-Nuts. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's, from, to... that's from Snoop Dogg's album. Normally I made it I... white. Oh, man, my shit turned down. Sorry. I'll get better. I'll do better. Couldn't We're, hear it. We need a soundboard if you have any suggestions. I want just, like a six-footer. Just buttons of... Thousand fart sounds. Yeah. Oh yeah, like one fart row and certain pitches and stuff like that. We right. decided, and not like we had a production meeting, but we decided let's make this show uh, a lower class level podcast with mm. sound effects. I like it. Uh, Rough around the edges, dude. If you don't want me to do the sound effects, just say it. <laughs> no. All right. I like the I like the boat horn. I like. Uh, it's just it's. It, Does that one make you happy? Yeah. I gotta turn my shit back up. Sorry. It makes me feel like a rapper. Fucking idiot. That makes you feel like a rapper. In a hard out like that? I'm over it. Oh, man. That Avet Brothers song is like 14 minutes long. Because I got to get... Well, I was going to roll right into officially starting the show with a hottie toddy. Hi. All of them over your stupid intro. Hottie toddy. God almighty. Sweat Equity Podcast. Ray, we're trying to discourage that. You know... behavior. I'm sorry. Hottie toddy. Ray does radio. He's a man of many talents. So please tell him. Uh, you have a, do you have a thing right when you start a show? It's an old school radio thing to have like it, it's something to bring in. It's an intro or something. Definitely. I mean, all my favorite shows, especially uh, I'm thinking specifically of Grand National Championships late night on Wednesdays on MNF has like has had the same kind of music in all the same spots since I was in high school. It seems like so they have like the same intro the way they bring in right. the show. Yeah. yeah. But and is theirs like good? <laughs> um, I mean, I think over time, since they cared about it so much. All that quality and care has been baked into the show, and it just comes right back out. Yeah. So, so you know, I, t- I if that makes get, any sense. We get letters from fans, not emails. Letters from from adoring fans that are like, th- that gets me fired up. I threw those pigeon? out. Does a pigeon bring the letter in uh-huh. through the window? Right <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um. Th- people write me emotional letters that say, "Hey, don't listen to Eric about the intro. Just you're getting me fired up about life." In business, in my own side hustle, and the hottie toddy really brings it all together. It's like a stew. Let's just stop talking about it. <laughs> I feel like it's just. Were you raped by the hottie toddy? I feel like it every time we record this thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't see it in the video, but it's getting sweaty in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you uh, like, yeah, I like having you yet. on because uh, uh, we, we've been talking a little bit about off air, talking a lot about like when you meet people, they put you in a bucket, right? And they go, you're this, right? You and it's whatever. Usually, in that first impression, you are whatever. So it, we your don't have job. great memories, right? Right. You're, you are your job, right? Right. So tries me nuts. I, do you have it? I get this a lot too, because trying to run a business, and then people know I do stand up, and then there. This is kind of in between the both of them. They can't. 
it's more I get more of the comedy than actually running a business kind of thing, and that's our own branding issue. But uh, I don't know if you get a little bit of that, and that bothers you. Like you do radio, you host a show. Well, I, I sub sometimes M and F. Like in college, I did radio, and then I'll sub if they have a need at M and F, which is great, which but, I love doing. Oh, I guess what I'm saying is people won't can't think of a lot of people with a lot of different titles. If you have a Wikipedia page, right. how many things are underneath that? As right. like you know, what you do a, a bunch of different things. So it's like I don't know. I don't know if you deal with that. Yeah, or I mean, I'm just I, maybe I, I, I'm I don't know. Paranoid. I mean, maybe, maybe I don't talk to people about what they think about me. I think <laughs> I would like to know think that they what's that like believe that i uh <laughs> this must you know, be better do you like me do you like scene, me <laughs> i don't know I mean, yeah, yeah you kind of do want to be like but i think i hope that people just see me as somebody who supports local music and tries to do that in the newspaper in creative loafing so um and i always feel like i'm trying to repair my reputation in that sense because you're always catching mm. up right like trying to do the most and the best at the same time which probably is a bad I think approach. there's a trade-off. I yeah. think there's a trade-off well, y'all, there. I mean, you have a tough position where it's like first first to get word out, and you're good about that with the local music scene. Right. When I, I see your stuff even on LinkedIn, which I don't see a lot of guys <laughs> doing. Look, LinkedIn's legit. We're, no, I, I'm a LinkedIn lover here. So yeah. I, I, it became legit once Microsoft bought it. I think it's a good tool for what you're doing, which some people would say that's more of like um, – they try to. There's a weird ecosystem within LinkedIn newsfeed. I don't know if you see people doing those bitching ones. No. Like, Keep the personal stuff away from LinkedIn. Oh like, no. It's like no, dude. That's his job to push stuff like that out. It's my job to write dick jokes yeah. and put them out there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, LinkedIn increasingly for me is like a good way to not have. I would love to Facebook friend all these publicists that I interact with, yeah. but I don't want to cross that line with them. So over there, I can connect with them. And it's like a little button on the webpage for every post, so I just go down the line yep. and post and all this stuff. Rest in peace, Google+. Plus. But it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Google my business. Long live. Long live. That's the I mean. You have a new review. I mean, there's uh, there's more. Uh, they're rolling out features. Yeah. Yeah. The only month. people who had Google Plus were businesses before because they told you to. And yeah. now it's like, oh, okay, we'll just kind of do the same thing on that one and it's all and the seo guy that ripped your company off he would tell you we gotta get on google plus we gotta get that on there that was always my that was my main thought i just have to put it in the google ecosystem and i don't know that it re- really worked i don't know how much traffic well i do know it's minimal traffic off of linkedin but yeah you know, it's an easy post it's so a slow burn it. man yeah it's easy to do it takes five extra seconds yeah. once you the, what I, I i spend more time like trying to think of a short copy because i'm not a copywriter mm-hmm. so it's like I gotta think of something really short because before you hit the preview on Facebook or uh, LinkedIn to see more of the text, you got like eighty characters or something like that. So, and brevity's the soul of wit. So I'm very verbose. I don't <laughs> think about it that much. I think we're just posting a lot of content. So I always know you, I'm gonna get another you're chance. Gun. You know, yeah. So you gotta analyze the data. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, 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 I gotta I look at it that way. Characters. I gotta go, I gotta know the math. I, I wish gotta, I could. Well, because I want to template everything out. So yeah. I want to go like. If I, I, what I'm trying to do is make a copy template for pushing out content for the, what I call social post copy so that I can, I can put something in and I can see what it's going to look like in each, uh, each social media Mm. platform. It's weird that Facebook was the one that it was decided that that's creepy if you want to be Facebook friends. Like, well, why is that the people one that's can like... People just see more stuff. Right, I know, but are. I mean, you can put as much stuff on LinkedIn as you can on Facebook. Yeah. You can, but that's the thing. The ecosystem, that self-policing they do on LinkedIn, I feel like that culture has kept it very B2B-ish, enterprise level, kind mm-hmm. of half the content's kind of this big, 
big business, big corporation kind yeah. of stuff. Well, LinkedIn's more obvious, but like Instagram, some people will follow you on Instagram. They won't be your Facebook friend. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I, don't want you to see I do all that. Stuff. I do that with publicists too. Like I'll follow publicists on Instagram and not um, Facebook just because I like to see what they're up to. Depends I'm generally on, interested in what people's lives are like. Well, it depends if you have a position that blends like ours. Like, you and I don't give a shit, really, because I'll be transparent about what's going on most of the time. Uh, and I don't – it. those two – the two worlds kind of blend together. My personal and business are kind of – they are one, the synchronicity. Yeah, same. The singularity movement. Well, I mean, we're looking to push them out to everything all at once anyway. Right. So. We, I want to get it on as many relevant – places it needs to be even For pinterest sure. what up yeah i'll pinterest the shit out of something <laughs> i'll pin hey girls out there i'll pin hey follow boy, me boy, on pinterest boys pin too uh, uh gay guys yeah uh, no, no. i'll give you the stats if you want it's 80 80 percent women 20 percent men in the united states then it's the opposite in europe that sounds like a really yes. good pool of um you know that's a great audience actually. and then well here's the other thing women have more purchasing power in the household then gets recognized statistically. So if you really think about it, you're married. Uh, so you're not making the decision. You may put the card down and uh, and actually buy it, but you're not making the decision. She can buy a card. You can't. She's the influencer. She can come home with house. a car and you did it and you're no, divorced. I would say in my house, <laughs> it's definitely my wife making those kinds of decisions. So it's great. And most people's it's, house. Yeah, it's yeah. everyone. Especially when we're. I don't even put the card down, though. She's She's got it all figured out. Yeah, I mean, you know? I'm, I'm giving an example though. Like, yeah. no matter what, I think typical uh, marriage. We're all in our 30s, right? You're a little bit younger. 33. I'm 33. You are? Yeah, I'm old as fuck. I didn't know Can that. You cuss on this thing. Yes. What? Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> fuck off. See, yeah. I have a, a button well, for go. it. I haven't made a jizz joke yet. Okay. Well. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> that's not bad, but I just don't like your joke. Yeah. Well, well, well I didn't even tell one. I've got to get there. Mm-hmm. I've got a, uh, yeah, I had something, but uh, no setup. I can't just, I can't just non sequitur into it. Uh, mm, you could, but let's not. I, that that felt like premature ejaculation. Like, uh, I'll tell this. Uh, sorry, I won't tell this joke. I got the non padding chair. Got bony ass. It's good pod. I'll, I'll be all right though. <laughs> You're gonna I'm fight a, through I'm it. Pa- yeah. Why don't you have your saddle chair where you have the little peg boy thing on it? I know. I'll just find a, a soft spot. So you look tiny on video? <laughs> yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> this, the angle on this thing always makes me look like a little child if I sit back next to Law. Look, you can see the video. <laughs> no, no, you look cool. You look cool. <laughs> no, it's really cool. No, really, you're, you're good. You're yeah. good. <laughs> you don't look like an AIDS patient. No. Withering <laughs> no. away in the chair. Uh, <laughs> I'm just really hungry, that's all. What music? You're the music director. Uh, the music editor, editor at Creative Loafing Tampa, yep. Yep. Uh, we are old dad boners now, and uh, we don't know anything new coming out, anything good. Tell us what's good. What are you What are you liking now nowadays? What is woke? Yeah, right now. What is woke? Well, what think, does that mean? I first? think we're post. Well, I don't know if we're post woke, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, have this, I have the same concern, man. That are I'm we just on writing. fleek? We are. I think we're way past fleek. <laughs> I'm kidding. I yeah. I mean, I don't know half. I'm kidding. Terms. We're really lit. We know. Okay. AF. Truly we're lit, lit AF. We lit AF. Fam. That's yeah. fart. What's the new? Yeah, what's the new uh, slogan logo? Uh, slogan logo. Uh, the new saying. What's the new? What's the new slang out I, there? I we can get ahead of. I don't know, man. I'm so buried in subgenres and hyphenated genres of music. Uh, I just found out about Spoopy on Halloween instead of Spooky. Spoopy. What's so that? that was a new one. Like less scary, scary. poop. It's like it's like a, cute, a dog. It's bag. like a cute scary or something like that. Oh God. 
So that's interesting. You didn't go. Sh- you couldn't go schmooby. What schmooby? I don't, dude. So that there's that. Can I mean, but I don't over? really know, man. I mean, I feel <laughs> oh, like this I'm is a good practice round. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> we usually do like a 15 minute warm up podcast and throw that one in the garbage and this then is get, garbage. get going. No, uh, what? So you don't have any bands to recommend? Oh, bands. I mean, yeah. There's music. I are mean, there any rock bands? How about that? There I, are. I mean, is rock just rock? I'm talking like I'm not talking like shit on the radio right right i'm talking closer to queens of the stone age or right. foo fighters right you're talking about both just, have dave Grohl. right <laughs> but you're talking about rock bands is it dead i mean like is that genre is there anybody coming up that's and literally we i don't know anybody so i think people say rock is dead because they just look at numbers and they say oh hip-hop streaming um you know this genre streaming at a higher level latin music absolutely kills on streaming um so to them it looks like rock is rock is dead but rock has just evolved like you i know just what go I mean? by concerts though right because that's where that's where you make your money right uh, as an artist 100 percent. and i now we're in kind of an experience kind of culture a little bit where we want to brag about what we're doing now we're gonna use Spotify, but we want to bre- we want to go to the thing. That's well, the I don't know deal. that that's the case for a lot of people. Maybe I, maybe yeah. not. Yeah, as I was saying, Dude, I, was like, mm. I think maybe that's for us and and our circle of friends. People listen to Spotify, they make the connection, they go to the show. But I think for the most part, people are okay with putting on a playlist, being passive and hitting the plus sign and saying, "I like the song." I mean, d- I going people- to an arena and stuff like anything bigger than like a thousand people, it's not a fun time. No matter how awesome the band is, like you go to like. <laughs> Uh, the Ice Palace, and you're sitting in the third level, it's like you're just kind of listening See, to music disagree. with your friends. I, I don't disagree, know. It's a hockey like, arena here. Yeah, so when you get in there and there's like 15,000. people out of, out of the Put it this area. way. Sorry. Tonight, uh, Ed Sheeran's going to play um, Raymond James Stadium. I barely it, know who that it's is. It's sold out. He's a redheaded guy. He's a ginger, yeah. Ginger, Taylor. Game of Thrones. I, he's not a Taylor. He was in Game of Thrones. Um, and he plays Never fucking solo, Here. right? Solo with a loop pedal. You know, the same kind of stuff that guys like Daniel B. Marshall you know, down South Tampa, Roberto DeBoer oh, wow. would do yeah, that. I was like, the uh, same thing, like loop pedals, right? So, and tonight he's going to play to like 50,000 people. So to your point, you just you say, okay, I'm all the way up there. He's playing the football this stadium. This isn't fun, but it's so crazy. And that's why I, I love going to those big shows when the person on stage can somehow make that an experience. And I think that is. Yeah, but that guy's a if, real musician. If they got the energy. Oh, he's good. Yeah. It, it's just weird. I don't know. I forget which one's coming to mind that I went to that it was like, man, this some just doesn't suck. It just doesn't translate sometimes. You're just like, eh, some some okay. of them definitely suck. But, but when they do it right, you, I mean, you can't beat it. How so. about this? How about here's something that annoys me. Now there's a lot of do, men, mm-hmm. guys 30, 40, 50 years old, that openly are cool with saying they like to listen to Taylor Swift. Katy Perry, I have no problem admitting I like Katy Perry. Whoa. <laughs> okay. That just came out of nowhere. I didn't know you were, I didn't know you had that in you. I'm just saying. You like watch Katy what Perry? You say. Yeah, dude. Really? I think well. I think that's a forced I think you just get that shit shoved in your face. Everywhere you go is all this like chick Are you trying to give me an out? Because I'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna I'm take it. I'm trying to help you. I'm not gonna take it. Here's a lifeline. Here's I'm, a fucking life I'm raft. Secure. I don't care. But finish that thought about the, the guys. I, I feel like more guys now it's almost turned on a head where you're an asshole. If you're if you're like, hey, I don't really like that music. I think that's tailored. No pun intended for 13 year old girls. Uh, tailored, tailored Swift. Uh, I if you say I that, then, th- yeah, you are an asshole. 
Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, that, I, just, I, I it, will. Admittedly, I it's am. It's just but, an opinion that you have of the music. Yeah, but isn't have you you seen the scientific studies behind like the beats they use? Sure, time signature key. It's almost like making a cake. Like at this but point, I can appreciate that, and I will I tell you cake. this. Pies I love listening to Taylor Swift. God I am one of it. these guys. Thank you, Ray. God damn okay. it. Let's kick his ass. I, I, I enjoy uh, Taylor Swift I'm going to go hang Swift out with the Hells Angels get out of here. I bet you some of those Hells Angels. And some Fuck of that. The we're deepest... doing Crank, and we're listening to Skinner and ZZ Top. <laughs> Only. <laughs> no, no motorhead would be the bell of the ball. Fuck yeah. No, dude, but she is. I mean, okay, so I think I've seen her live twice now. Once was like three years or two years, three years ago on Halloween, and then again I saw her on this last. Please tour. tell me you didn't pay for like a ninety dollar ticket. I was working. Good. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I'll I'll allow that. Yeah. No, dude, but I'm telling you. <laughs> she Thanks, cool is, police. <laughs> she is talented. Um, it's so weird because she's been around for so long, and now I feel like well, she's off of her label now. Well, not they have an opportunity to resign her, so she's a free agent at this point. Is she an, a Nashville person now? She is. Like, she was on Big Machine. Um, you know, she's a child of the Nashville thing. But yeah. she kind of did it her own but way. she's not country. Pop. Yeah. No, she's a pop star. She's arguably the biggest pop star in in the world, and I think that her songwriting will evolve. Sure, is some of it um, a little bit plain, maybe simple? Yes. Uh, could she say more? Sure. And I think she will. So I'm I'm excited about her career. Um and I like I like I, what she's doing. I don't mind her as a like okay. a person or an entrepreneur. I think she stays in the pocket, and I think she's self-aware. What about Lady Gaga? Did you see Talented? Lady Gaga do the Super Bowl halftime show, singing Do, that shit for real? Does not I, my that doesn't move me one iota. It doesn't move you to have her jump out of the off the roof. That part made me sing. sweat. I don't give a shit about her singing at the, at the halftime. Right, I right. don't like this pop infusion in football. I don't I don't appreciate it. I want. I don't like it either. I'm just saying that like. To be able to, do I would that. rather them have the like the kids play football those those kind of halftime oh, shows like, like at the lightning game yeah at, like at every football game you yeah, go to around the country yeah. I'd rather have like the four breakout games of all the pee wee teams they get to play on the they field. get the biggest cheers I, I rather yeah. I would rather That's a punt passing kick contest happen at halftime oh, yeah, than any of, any of the awards, uh, any of that shit that's gone on for the last twenty years I mean as long as like it doesn't go like the way this Maroon Five thing went because now. We learned that Maroon Five is playing the Super Bowl halftime show, but after that, we learned about all these, all these artists who passed on it. Dude, if I was Big Boy, I get I would group everybody together in Atlanta, and I would just do a halftime show a side across one. the street. 100%. You know, like just do one that's way louder than the actual halftime show. Oh, yeah. with, with that guy, yeah, Maroon Five is another one of these big bands that sells out every place they go. So I mean, I get the appeal, but I mean, think of all the people that passed on that halftime show. So my my things like. Corporate consolidation of the radio stations really made this across the country. Someone I heard someone say you could literally drive from like Boston to Seattle and hear the same group of songs. Hundred percent. And now, and it wasn't like that always. You no. know, the the radio DJ. There's not a DJ. It's right. just like here's what's happening. Yeah, they're not picking. But it's opposite for me. So tomorrow I'm going to Sedona. Well, right? you're, yeah, but you're doing you're there's so when there's something like that, I look at it like a uh, like. When things swell up like that, cor- corporate consolidation like that, someone you always have the disruptor, the or the out outside right. thing going on. Like I'm always talking. going to the left side of the dial, trying to find whatever's on that end, and I listen to that in whatever town I go to, and it's usually the best thing. It's a good tip for me. Like you end up 
Because yeah. that's where the local stations are, right? Yeah, it's the local stations. They're playing local bands sometimes. Um, it's definitely not a homogenous, uh, predetermined mix of songs that need to get played. Yeah. And it's like, it's just so much better. Oftentimes, it's commercial-free. So, that's so you're true, not yeah. dealing with that. Although, I enjoy radio commercials. Um, but, um, yeah, dude, just stay over there. I have a feed on my RSS reader that's all the alt-weeklies that are in our cluster of the company that we're owned by. Yeah. And then a few more that I like. And... I swear that's the best source of new music for me. Do you have do you have your own thing on Spotify that like your own playlist we can send people we, over we to? We started or? one uh, for like the best new Florida music. So Ooh. we try I try to reach out and say, "Hey, every Friday say, "Hey, I added these songs recently. If you dropped an album in Florida over the last couple of weeks, would you please drop a link to it to, nice. to the Spotify thing?" Which is somewhat unfair because then you're excluding everybody who's not on Spotify. However, it's just a great way if you're going to be on there how much can you do? Listening, you're voluntarily dude, doing it on that. there. You go back there. There's all these great resources for you. And then this kid, Jordan Esker, just started. Um, he will. He mimicked a sheet in the Carolinas. But now there's this Tampa Bay band spreadsheet. Really? And there's like links and genres and all this stuff. Oh, so, yeah. And it's expanded to a Florida spreadsheet. So, I mean, it's all there. If you want to listen to something outside of the top 40. I thought you were saying the new band in town was Spreadsheet. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, Spreadsheet. That's actually a great band name. <laughs> Spreadsheet. Yeah. That's my favorite game. Band name. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, man. That, I mean, yeah, it's it's on our, it's on CL. Like, just look up Best Florida Music Playlist. On Creative Luffy. Yeah. Tampa? CLTampa.com. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, all right, how about this? If I'm, if I'm starting out trying to be a musician, I'm in high school or in college or whatever, what... What advice do you have for someone like that? And then I want to ask you, what advice as a writer? People who want, I, we had Scott in here, your yeah. uh, your editor in chief. He doesn't like when I call him my boss, um, so I won't. But yeah, he's the editor in chief. So if you there. go back about three months in the episodes, if you're listening to this, he, it's uh, Scott Harrell who came in here and just kind of was giving advice for writers and stuff. I think you have a unique perspective for both. Were well, you? I grew up reading Scott, so a right, lot of a right. lot of the way I feel about local music is because of you know, and I didn't know Scott at the time because I would pick up Reacts magazine and read it every month, right? And I would read his editor's note, and and I didn't realize it at the time, but I do now. The way I feel about that street outside right now is is because of things that Scott wrote. Oh, I don't know what that, ten, twelve of, years ago. Wow, you know, huh. is a really big part of that. Combine that with you know some people I met when I started working at Reacts, um, in its late stages. Uh-huh. Um, Joe DeCunto, Joel Cook, people like that. So all the big hitters. Episode one eleven. All the old, all the old guys. Right? No, I, okay. I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. There's too many names in my. But head. to answer your question, <clears throat> I'm not. I never started a band when I was in high school, so I don't know that I could tell you. However, but you have a perspective of seeing people in their trajectory, 100%, right? Percent. Like I see these kids like start bands, and I think it's great. They play shows. I think the most important thing, uh, you know, an observation that I made: just be active in the scene and like play shows trade shows don't be an asshole load in on time um be reliable you know what i mean it's Shit amazing like that. it that spreads across all it's everything. everything in life yeah. i mean it's pretty much i mean it's you ask any comedian yeah. what are you going to do well work hard and don't be a dick and you know any, things will be good i guess any art form some of that i think is funny because <clears throat> a lot of people get into these entertainment fields because they're anti a lot of that work ethic though so like be I on time. Don't, don't see be a dick. You could be like, why would you get into something and want to be good at something and not want to put the time into it? No, I think people think it, the classic work ethic. They just don't want to work at normal I, stuff. I see like showing up 15 minutes before uh, whatever appointment you have is like 
something that's ingrained in me from when I was little from football, right? That's like the op football uh, practice is all just fucking. It's not you don't even fucking touch a ball like you for the most part. You do twenty days of just hey do this move when I say move or move when my hand moves not when I say it. It's all discipline shit. It's all like routine based and it's all it's all these things that are anti kind of entertainment in a way. But the more I did stand up, the more I realized that those those elements are huge for business and stand up at the same time. Yeah. I think that even talking to like bands, like I interviewed this band, Charlie Bliss, who now has their own manager. They just opened for Death Cab. But Ava from that band managed the band in, in, in the beginning and did everything. Mm-hmm. So now that they've gotten bigger, she's able to appreciate all of that more and understand what's going on in this financial ecosystem that's built around her band now. So she's less out of touch, still kind of in control, yeah. but she can delegate that and she can also appreciate everybody for their hard work. So, I mean... I would say any band that doesn't do that is probably not going to make it. Some bands just want to make music, and that's great. But if we're talking about making it or whatever, I think the ones that probably work hard will figure it out. We're in it. Go ahead. Well, it must be tough for a band. I mean, just to, when you're a stand-up, you have just you. But, man, having so finding <laughs> at least two yeah, finding two other people that want to work as hard as you, that, that could be tough. I mean, that's kind of unique. Normally, you know, yeah, if you're starting your own business, I don't know how. It yeah, works. I mean, unless you're starting a business with buddies or something, you know, like, and we've seen that go bad. Yeah, where not you and I, but like others. Sure. You no, know. I started this with a, another friend. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. And uh, we don't. And with talk. the podcast, you guys aren't talking. I didn't know. Oh, that. I talked to Caleb who oh, started okay. the podcast, right. but uh, uh, I had a former partner that with Tokabaga, the consulting side of that. You know, if we just. Right, fell out of fell out of touch. So it happens. I I learned a lot when I used to host. I used to MC these things called Fuck Up Nights. Yeah, and I thought you still did. I, the last one was at the Rialto, right? Yeah, the, I I couldn't do them. No, no, no. The last one was uh, Cigar City Brewing. Okay. I did four of them, um, and they were great because I love the concept of people getting up and going. Here's where I fucked up. Here's what I learned. I did one at Cigar City Brewing. Um, and uh, brew, brewing, and uh, everybody said so. One of the guys got up and said, 50 50 partnerships don't work in business." And then I looked at the panel, and all like three of them waiting to talk, they're all shaking their heads in agreement. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess not." And that kind of clicked in. And then from then on, I've kind of looked at that. No tiebreaker. Right. You need an operating agreement. So if you have a band, if they if someone is in that position right now, or starting their own brand, or side hustle or whatever with uh, a buddy like w- we have it in our operating agreements there's a 50 51 for just making decisions equal equal equity but someone has to if between the two of y'all be the decision maker and that's actually shittier because if you make a decision that is for the team and you've you Look make the what wrong you one. Did. Yeah, you make the wrong one. It's on you. But that's part of it. You have to be okay with potentially making a bad decision, and and you know that's why you have that agreement. Yeah, you and, and yes the and other no. person yeah, yeah. is going to be okay with it too. Yeah, yeah. but it, you can't just be, be stymied at, uh, at both of y'all just not in agreement. Or you need to find someone that is a, a equal party, third party to make a decision for y'all. Especially, yeah, not and, a mediator. You don't have to go to a lawyer. You can have a right. mutual friend that'll do it. But that gets. That gets and it all it. just boils down again to just like basic person-to-person relationships. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What uh, what are some of the things you've learned throughout your career? What do you see with what you're doing right now? What what's kind of the future looking like? What are you thinking? Any do you have a goal? A couple years down the line, or are you just kind of 
I like doing what I'm doing. I think personally, my goal would be to write about music in a more meaningful way. Yeah, you know, to write pieces that that move people or get somebody to buy into the idea of the particular artist that I'm writing about, be it a national artist or a local artist. Um, personally, I, don't, I want to be able to articulate the right things, the things that I feel mm-hmm. and the things that I find in the music and find through research or that I brought before I got to that, you know, piece. Yeah. And I need to be able to translate that on the page to move people, whether they end up going to the show or not. I mean, when it comes to local music, I want them to buy into that local band and say, oh, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like, and I will follow this band for as long as whatever band name they end up, like, I will I will go with them. So that's one goal. I don't know what the future what, so is. You think you, you're you're not giving all, your all of your, like, almost like your id of how you feel about the music? or They don't I let just, you, I just probably. Think, I, no, I just think that, no. no they that's will, what's cool about Grant yeah, They do? Scott, when I, when Scott's I very there, cool with the uh-huh. writers. I totally like, read, read your column. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean you don't Cut know that word. I really feel that way, but it's like I the, do well, that was, that was the one of the main things. The free print ones outside, I used to, I I would pick those up. They got them downstairs at the bricks. They do? Yeah, they're out on the little rack. Yeah, we knew we. Well, yeah, we oh, read, man, we, well like, you're reading it online, so we that's read all it every good. day. There's yeah, a bar yeah. and restaurant literally five feet below us. That, uh, <laughs> I yeah, know. the bricks downstairs, but yeah. I mean, do I? Or, what, the question was like, uh, like I, I feel that with stand up, right? I want it. The best kind of stand up comes from a very. Um, uh, honest yeah honest or 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 a vulnerable spot mm. and are you thinking you're holding back i think i'm being honest and i'm giving 100 percent of myself but i worry sometimes that when i'm listening to something uh, or researching something i'm not absorbing everything mm. that's right in front of me or i'm missing something that's right in front of me like a really important element huh. of the story or of the person or of the artist do you ever do any of that now where you just do it well, kind of i mean think about it if, if i'm on the phone for 30 minutes with somebody I'm going to end up with, I don't know, 10 pages as far as the transcription goes. But how much of that's going to make into the story? So how do I – I want to make sure that – What transcription have to use? O-transcribe. What is it called? O-transcribe. Okay. Yeah. See, th- we want to throw out pragmatic shit yeah. too. Like, O-transcribe for me is the best one. I've tried the ones where you o? pay per word. It's O-transcribe.com. Uh, you can like start and stop with your pinky finger. And, um, and when you start and stop, it gives you like half a second backup. So you're back to where oh. you need to be. It's really good. Um, I use that one a lot. Uh, my interns and contributors use that. Is that um, that's how much we, is that? It's free. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I worry because you're uploading Boy, files, I'll, right? I'll yeah. have a boner sound effect. So, <laughs> well, I bought Dragon, but it's still it's just cumbersome. I think transcriptions are tricky in general. Like even when you pay for them, they're all, they never end up the right way. And I think mm-hmm. physically transcribing something. Is always great if you have the time. You well, know? I so to me, what I do because I don't have a, as much time as I need right now to catch up to all the stuff we're doing is like I haven't been doing content, but I need to figure it out. So I just go, okay, what do I have to do? Gun to my head. How can I produce more content through the company? Because we're not pushing any out lately, other than this show, which is a sister to the company, and so. Um, what I do is I'll walk the kids around, I'll dictate ideas, and I'll try to edit as I'm going along, too. Mm-hmm. I use Just Press Record because it's a $5 app. And it mm-hmm. does okay. I just don't have good diction. So I mumble a lot. And I've got what, I do that, too. Like, I'll, I'll be on what just Eric's Google Doc. wife, who's my dentist, yeah. says I have a small mouth, so it's really tough for mm-hmm. a lot of that. And I'm like... Narrow head, small mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A football head. 
big forehead. Uh, Peyton side Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. I saw Archie Manning, and he said I had a big forehead. Whoa! Archie yeah. Manning told you you had a big forehead. Wow. <laughs> uh, kinda. Yeah. You're like I gotta sit down, Archie. He was kind of second. Him and my dad kind of knew each other because they played uh, football at the same era, but uh, That's awesome. in the pros and whatnot. And then my sister brokered a, I think, a introduction to them in Old Miss at <laughs> ten years ago, something like that. Yeah, only to be insulted. Uh, no, I, I, I'm probably making that up, but uh, probably. I, I don't know. You get pretty fucked up at the Grove. You ever been over to Ole Miss for a football game? It chandeliers under uh, tents and stuff. Nope. Yeah. It's, no, I it is like uh, it is something to a lot to of drinking out. in the grass. Yeah, but it they do it right. Like oh, the they food, do it right. Oh, they do it better no. than anybody. Find find anybody that has chandelier in their fucking uh, in their tent. Well, like a, a crystal chandelier. You're talking yes, about yes, in a pup tent. Why are you acting like it's like an awesome thing? Who cares? It's amazing. It's just it's gaudy for no sin. I like that when it's just like it's so over the top. It adds nothing. It's like hey, I just I think about all the dads that got to haul that fucking chandelier on the road trip. Honey, I don't want to take it this time. Oh just yeah, put but it those guys in love the, it. the dad's idea. Yeah, those guys love the shit out of it. The men love the chandelier. I don't know what's happening right now. Okay, people in the SEC, they when I was at Auburn, they would on the big game days, uh, they would get there on Tuesday with their RV. I'm like, who the fuck? How how are there this many people? How do you own that no giant job? bus? Right, like, those buses are like two hundred grand, right? There's so many of them just fucking yeah. showing up on Tuesday. Some secret white people bank somewhere that we're not in on yet that they're just giving out money. It's the Illuminati. I don't get it, dude. I see it all the time. It's like it white w- privilege, my ass. No, <laughs> I'm not in that. I know. Where's my bus? Me too. My shit. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry. We got we got off tangent. Totally gotta, derailed. What? What else? Uh, I guess what else you got in the hopper? Where are we at? Time-wise. Just about there. All right. Um, do you have the do you have the two-minute warning bells? No. Jesus I knew you were going to ask me. <laughs> it's because you lost your, you, you tore your uh, live scribe Bluetooth pin up. No, my I ran it over with my lawnmower. Yeah. Just about killed someone. Ever since then, the to-do list is died. I got too busy uh, making my own theme song, bro. Oh, yeah? Remember? You want to hear it? No. Oh, look. Ray can judge okay. it. I don't care. I just feel bad. Can we let him review it? Yeah, I mean, it's not me actually doing any of this. I just pop- edited it together. It. You know, if you hate it, it's like, whatever. <laughs> it's I don't care. Okay. I got it. Don't, lo- don't look at him in the eyes. I'm gonna oh, die. Yeah. We're all gonna die. Cry, kitty baby. Are you gonna fucking cry? Look at him, he's crying. Are you happy now? So we're we'll making. It's gonna be mental. Yeah, but that's it's a good. It's going to be mental. How long is this thing? It's 30 seconds. So that's the intro music. So we're we're taking sweat equity when we were talking to a couple of uh, potential partners before to do this podcast to make it a network. We're, we're, Which we will talk about eventually. Yeah, we're, we're going to get them on to, to go Even if we it. don't, I think we should. In retrospect, yeah. Let's give them a chance. It didn't work out, but that's fine. One of the ideas was kind of splinter this podcast off because it has it can have so many arms. And Eric has a uh, big interest in wellness and kind of Wim Hof breathing method and uh, a lot of that kind of stuff. And it was like, well, why don't we just do mini apps and put it underneath this? This is the main one. The interview is the main one. And then eventually we'll make longer interview times because it's more fun to have like we're, we're 
we're at that weird area where we're like, I think we like the interviews to be as long as they need to be, right? Right. Instead of you don't want to go in the Joe Rogan territory. Though. No, we do. We like that because what happens is that last hour is when people let their guard down. Right, You're right. fine on on mic, but a lot of people freeze up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they like, need an hour of lube. I think when we're doing like something on a topic that is uh, that is thought of beforehand, mm-hmm. where we're like we're him and I alone are doing one on this. Those should be the 34 minute episodes we've been trying to shoot for right now. Right. Uh, and then the interviews go as long as they want. And Anyways, then th- I did that for oh, my yeah. own gimmick. I didn't make one for this show, but my own shit, yeah. I still haven't expensive. found another kind of podcast that is businessy that d- d- will, you know, make the crass joke either. Yeah, you know? I'm sh- okay, I need to find the uh, the website I use for the stock music because it, it had some Audio legit Hive? stuff. No, I think it was uh, Premium Beat maybe, something like that. I don't, I don't see it. Okay, whatever. Premium beat, something like that. We'll but put it. We'll put it in the show description, or probably forget. Yeah, we'll forget. But <laughs> Either way, know, write it down now, people. You should have your pen and pad out, anyways. Yeah, especially if you're driving. Exactly. Yeah. But you could dictate. Or text it to somebody, and exactly. then they have it. Seriously, know. like I. Sorry. I was gonna bring it on. I I I gotta drive. I got a good idea. I'm dictating the shit out of it. No, I'm with you on that. And uh, it's like, ju- okay, Google, take a note. Yeah, yeah, and then you'll get ads Google. about it. I guess you might have an Android phone. Alexa, baby, you hear me? Nope. Never. Good. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Dude, thanks for having me. It's, it's always quick. good to be it was, here. It was a quick one. This is yeah. a quick hitter. Anything for else sure. to plug? Uh, dude, pick up Creative Loafing every Thursday. CLTampa.com slash music all the time. Gastro uh, Music please, Fest? Please, like, email me. I don't work for them anymore. You know that. I know, I know. But you're uh, But you're I love it. Support? I'm a huge supporter yeah, of, yeah. Of, of that effort. And, yeah, it's going to be great. Like, but yeah, just follow us and please, like, if you have a band, like, email me, bother me. I will absolutely tell you when you're annoying me, so <laughs> you cannot annoy me. So just keep fucking bugging me because I want to hear it and, and I want to know when I do something wrong. I want to know. And if, like, if cool you start getting an influx of people annoying you, we'll read those emails on air. Yeah, dude. I, come back and just I read them out loud. Up, I will tell you if, I, if I'm having. All right, we're gonna put that in the social post copy yeah. as a callback. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna put that in this episode when we push it out. Yeah. Annoy the shit out of Ray if you, you have a Thank band. you for everybody who does read it. I mean, I really appreciate Like me. That, so. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I'm going to learn how to read and then read it. Yep. Hooked on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for coming on, man. To do this. Thanks for having Sweat me. SweatEquityPod.com.